0: This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 39179, NMLS You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirodo on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money-making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now here's
1: Emilio Dispirito. Good morning. Thanks for joining us today on the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. Really excited to have you. And this show is all about real estate. So we're talking about the ins and the outs of buying and selling real estate and everything else that goes with it here primarily in Rhode Island, the Massachusetts, and Connecticut markets. So we've got a great show lined up for you today. We want you to call us on our off-air number if you have any questions or you need to connect with us or any of our um, any of our contributors here, 401-217-2333. Again, 401-217-2333. And make sure you like us on Facebook, Facebook backslash Desperito Team. So we have Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage here with us today. Matt Bates is a top-performing uh, member of real estate. Ah, let me cut that part out. Matt <laughs> Matt Bates is a top-performing loan originator and uh, he is with Movement Mortgage. He recently hit the President's Club a couple years in a row and uh, is one of the most highly reviewed loan officers in the state of Rhode Island. Fantastic guy. So, Matt, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, guys. Uh, glad to be on for another week. And uh, we got got... Uh... We got some exciting news about uh, about interest rates and uh, some uh, updated industry stuff. Uh, some important information that a lot of people should be aware of. And I'm happy to uh, come on today to let everybody know.
1: Yep, absolutely. So we're going to talk in this segment. We're going to talk interest rates. We're also going to talk inventory, um, and we're going to talk basically where we see this market going. Everybody is always asking that question. You know, how long is this going to last? What's going on? Yada yada yada. So. Let's, um, let's dive into the interest rates first, Matt, because the low interest rates over the past several years have allowed consumers to have more buying power, right? So interest rates, you said it recently ticked back down.
2: Well, so uh, the, mo- the most important um, thing is to, is to uh, distinguish what actually happened during COVID uh, with interest rates. So they did drop. Um, it's very, you know, everybody's, it's all over the place in the news. And, uh, if you're not aware of that, then, uh, (laughs) you've been in quarantine for a little too long. Uh, but they did drop and because of how dramatically they dropped, um, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, the investors, they, uh, they, they added what they call a a loan level pricing adjustment to refinanced uh, opportunities for, for, for all refinanced loans. So they added a little bit of pricing on the loan level for customers where they're either getting charged X amount of dollars in points, or they've increased their rates by, it was a a, a half a basis point. And that was uh, in an effort to get people to to slow down on refinancing uh, because they were, everybody was refinancing sometimes a couple of times a year. So um, it's really difficult for Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac investors um, to uh, bank and hedge on uh, receiving the, a certain amount of income from the, the loans that they're purchasing from lenders like us at Movement Mortgage. Um, and and, and they, they're, they're uh, purchasing these loans to, in an effort to make a certain dollar amount. And if you refinance too quick and on a grand scale, like the, it was it w- in the direction it was going during the, the beginning of COVID, and in, in the middle of COVID, then we, they start to bleed money because they're not receiving all the income that they are the investments that they were, were, were depending on on the on the backside. So for that, that reason, separate from purchase interest rates, but more importantly, refinance rates, they added that half a point, which raised uh, in, interest rates for, for refinances a little bit. Most recently, they've gotten rid of the half a point loan level pricing adjustment. And now interest rates with, refis are very similar and pretty much identical to a purchase rate. And uh, I just uh, uh, priced out a, uh, a very qualified buyer, beautiful house in Cranston. Um, you thinking around 600 to 650 value, um, A plus credit score, um, loan amount around 300,000. So that's a value um, situation there that, um, that uh, really worked out well. And after running the interest rates for that scenario, their thirty-year fix is in the high twos, twenty-year in the mid mid to high twos, and a fifteen-year is in the mid uh, the, the middle of the two and a half range. So um, everybody's situation is a little different, and it does impact the rate. But generally speaking, on a on a, on a, on a an A plus profile, you you still have the opportunity to get into the twos, which is a fantastic rate. So uh, we're excited about that. And uh, for anybody out there that's got uh, rates that are in, uh, that begin with a three, um, four, anything higher than that, you should definitely be consulting a, a mortgage uh, loan officer so that they can help uh, figure out what the next best step is to try to you know make the budget
1: budget work. Definitely. 401-217-2333. We can connect you with Matt Bates, the com, and he can look at what you've got, see if he can save you some money See if he can help you purchase a property as well. So, um, if you're just joining us, this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show powered by Movement Mortgage. And uh, we're here today talking with Matt Bates, the Rhode Island Mortgage Guy.com, the RI Mortgage Guy.com. And uh, Matt and I are talking about the current market conditions. Okay, number one, the interest rates are back down in the twos for your A plus buyers. In the mid threes, I would, I would estimate for your uh, maybe 620 to 720 credit scores, um, give or take, this could change any day now. And in addition to that, the other thing that Matt and I know that's going on in this market, and you may be aware of too, is the inventory level. So let's look at where inventory historically is, meaning the amount of active homes on the market for buyers to choose from, from where it historically, historically is to where it is today, okay? So last year in 2020, there were 3,457 homes active on the market in June. You said 3,457? Yeah. 3,457 active single family homes on the market in June of 2020. This year in June of 2020, there were 1,775 active homes. Now, That's a drastic change. The other thing that you need to know which is important is what the Rhode Island MLS, the multi-listing service, considers to be active is also active under agreement. So it's basically the first two to four weeks of when a property is pending. So when we take the active under agreements out of this bad boy, we only had between six and 800 active single family homes on the market. Wow. Isn't that, it's insane. So now when you look at the fact that there are, that there were, inventory is climbing, that there were about six to 800 active homes at any one point in time. And then you start to hash away, look that's 39 municipalities. And then look at 250, 300 of those are over, you know, a million dollars. Okay, and then and then you've got just such a limited amount of homes that fall in the median range here in Rhode Island. That's, that's like the two fifty to four fifty range. You would exactly. I mean, there's literally nothing. There was was nothing affordable on the market. You know, a lot of homes that need work are sitting and sitting and sitting. Uh, you know, and, and but the houses that are turnkey, ready to move into, priced correctly, Matt, are still, still, still getting bids. Um, it's funny. We actually spoke about this with my whole team on the phone the other morning. Every day at 7 a.m., we get on a call and we we're talking about how the market was insane and still is, but things in different price ranges are kind of softening, Matt. And I'd love to get your take on this in a second, but What we've noticed is everything under 350 in Rhode Island is still flying off the shelf, absolutely flying off the shelf. Um, Things over 350 are still going to multiple bids. However, when you go to an open house, you're no longer seeing, you know, 50, 60 people at most of these. When you're over 350, you're now seeing maybe a few people. You know, our, our open houses that had. You know, 90 people coming in are now down to a dozen, down to maybe two dozen, sometimes five or six. So, so you're seeing things kind of soften up a little bit. What I believe is, is the fact that consumers, number one, I think that a lot of buyers are fatigued. Number two, inventory is now picking up, okay, as inventory is around, we've got about a 1,000 homes active on the market in Rhode Island. So from our lowest point, it's doubled. Okay. So from a few months ago, we doubled the amount of inventory. Um, And then you also have the price ranges and the niche type of properties like the luxury market. Homes on the water in Rhode Island are near impossible to get. Okay. Homes on the water in Rhode Island are, are, I've seen a trailer for listed at 1.2 million. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, and, and it doesn't mean, and listen, that, that, that listing expired. It came off the market. It didn't sell. But what I'm saying is like, you, you, you can't touch if a home is priced right. And it is on the market here in Rhode Island on the water. It is selling for a super high price. And and, and that's still, there's, there's hardly any inventory. So listen, if there's anybody listening, you have a property, you're looking to sell and leverage the money and get out of or if you want to refinance, or if you want to look at your options to buy, Matt and I are the people to talk to. 401-217-2333, 401-217-2333. Each different town, each different road, every scenario is its own. And it's important to know that all markets are different. Just because overall the median market is doing something doesn't mean it necessarily applies to your specific situation. It may or may not be the right time for you to buy or sell. You got to look into all this information, get all of the information up front from a trusted source, and then make your decision. Take your time with it. We're here to guide you. Matt, I don't know about you. I've had people call before and just say, you know, I've I've been wanting to call you guys. I, I, I just, I waited. And then finally, you know, I I picked up the phone and called you. Look, when you call us, you're not going to be on air. If you want to be, we can get you on air. But if you're not going to be on air, everything is confidential. Okay. We're going to take care of you. 401-217-2333. Call us. Leave a message there. Again, 401-217-2333. Matt, anything else you want to discuss quickly before we jump to a commercial break?
2: Uh, just if you are frustrated out there looking for homes, um, don't uh, stay positive, don't quit. Um, I see a lot of awesome people that deserve the best, you know, the, 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 best of what they qualify for and the scenario that they're looking to get into and, uh, the ones that stick at stick with it and the ones that, uh, you know, get prepared and, and motivate stay positive. They're the ones that are, are the what in the house it takes that energy, that vibe and that, uh, that, uh, concentration and persistence in order to, to land it. But it's such an important thing. It's a very expensive thing. So, uh, you want to, you want to do what you can to, you know, and, and everything happens for a reason. I know that, um, deep down that, that everything happens for a reason. And if it's this difficult, it's just going to be that much worth it when it actually happens. So, um, You know, everybody that's out there that's getting frustrated, don't don't get too frustrated and and make sure you reach out to us if you need some help, because we'd be happy to help you out.
1: 401-217-2333. And uh, when we get back, okay, we're going to be stay tuned because we're going to be talking. Matt and I are going to be going over ways that you can get your offer accepted in this market. Okay, we're going to uncover some secrets that some of the top real estate professionals in the state are using. To get their clients' offers accepted. Up next, stay tuned. We'll be right back here on News Radio 920, 1047 FM. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, powered by Movement Mortgage.
0: Now, back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on
1: iHeartRadio. All right. Welcome back. Buyers are going crazy, right? Not only because they're having a hard time finding houses, but because when they do find houses, there's some cases where when they close, they're met with issues. They're waiving inspections. They're waiving appraisals. They're doing things that we've never seen before. And we want to make sure you've got all the information you need as a buyer when you're coming into this market and as a seller. Right. So with that said, thank you for joining us. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, powered by Tapuzis and Associates. And we've got on Ted Tapuzis, a real estate attorney here in Rhode Island, licensed in Florida, Massachusetts, now Connecticut as well. And Ted's going to go ahead and give us some insights on the waiver of inspections and appraisals, deficiencies, negotiations on the PNS. And put everything into light for you to understand. And before we jump in, I also want to welcome back Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, our co-host. Thanks. Thanks.
3: Yeah. Good Thanks morning, for joining us gents. Thanks for having me
1: on. You're welcome. Good morning, Ted. Big topic, big big topic, bud. Share shed some light on this, please.
3: Yeah, I get. I I know. If- Several months ago, we had um, we touched on a couple of these things, and um, and I and I felt that it was really important to to do like a, uh, a, a second show on it, um, yeah. or second segment, I should say, just because um, you know it's one thing to and you want to be competitive in this market because there aren't that many properties uh, on the market, a lot of competitive bidding, and you want to you want somebody uh, you know or the seller. To to see you as as a viable option, you know, worth worthwhile to 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 you know to consider, um, and so you know, buyers are doing what, you know, what they uh, have to do, you know, not what they want to do, and and some of us have to do stuff, is uh, waiving inspections, waiving a, a, appraisal or appraisal, you know, being aggressive on their on any appraisal deficiencies, um, and and these things. You know, although, you know, it does um, work because clearly, um, you know, and I, and I got to tell you, I had a couple transactions recently, um, two of them, and it was identical fact patterns um, that I do want to bring up because, um, you know, the contracts were, you know, the buyer's offers were accepted. Um, and I believe these were both Massachusetts transactions, right? Um, and so, you know, you you, uh, when when they they waived inspections, but they did in, uh, inspections for informational purposes only. OK, not to use the information from the inspection for purposes of canceling the agreement. Um, and uh, but so the, the inspections were done um, and then they found uh, conditions that, that weren't satisfactory to them um, and they. They used um, the uh, the results to either negotiate or to pull out, um, one way or the other. Now, and 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 that's the whole thing. Like if you're waving, and this is so important because if you're waiving your inspections, um, you know you that contractually that's exactly what you're doing. You know you're saying, hey, this is not going to be something that's going to come into the equation. We're 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 just looking at things and to determine whether or not. Um, we need to do or or prioritize certain things post closing right. um, as to what you're going to um, you know inc- encounter and 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 rectify um, as we're now the new owners. But you can't you know say on the one hand that you're waiving inspections and the other hand use it as a bargaining chip to try to squeeze a seller um, because you've already you know you've done your part in enticing them to sign with you. Yeah. Now you can't piss them off by by um, using this as, a, as a, a mechanism. question, Ted,
1: question. Um, and, you know, one of my friends put me on the spot on social media, did a live video with me and said, hey, Emilio, tell me about inspections for informational purposes only. What does this mean? Blah, blah, blah. And I recall a conversation where we were talking and you said, um, from what I gathered, in essence, the buyer is saying that they're not going to use inspections, obviously, for the purposes of negotiations it's for information only yeah. let's say a buyer puts in the purchase and sales agreement inspections are for informational purposes only can you talk about wh- what exactly does that mean is the buyer if they go back and ask the seller for repairs and the seller says no can the buyer still exercise rights in that contingency because they physically didn't waive the inspection or are they bound to that agreement as if they've waived the inspection?
3: Well, I think um, I guess it depends on the state that you're you're working in, but um, but I think if. Um, if you're waiving that provision, let's say it's Rhode Island, and you're waiving that provision where you, you sign off and say, you know, the paragraph 16, I believe it is, yeah. you know, is being waived entirely. Now, I don't think you have, um, if, you, if you're just doing it for informational purposes, I don't think you, um, your inspection falls within and in your findings fall within the terms of 16 because you've waived it, you know, and I mean, whether you waive it and you strike it out, you know, with a line, um, or an X, or you, um, you, you just initial off on the, on the waiver um, uh, um, paragraph 15, yep. um, I think you, you, you do not fall within the parameters of the benefits that you get. Um, you know, because if, if you, let's say, in, if you don't waive your inspections, let's put, let's, let's, yeah. you know, pull back. Um, and you say, uh, I, I want to do my inspections. I got seven days to do it. Then normally what happens is you get an inspector to check things out they put it in a report and then you, you, you know, review it with your, your agent. You determine what issues um, need to be addressed uh, that you want addressed by a seller. Um, and you also want to be sensitive to the fact that, you know you don't want to, to, to um, get the seller to a point where they're just going to say, no, we're not going to uh, negotiate with you. You know, you want to just be reasonable with the, with the resolution, right? Um, or if you see something, you just absolutely say, I can't do, I can't, I can't proceed in that paragraph 16 it does say that you have the right um to terminate at your satisfaction if you don't like what you see um but i think if you're waiving it you don't you don't get that benefit um so you have to be very uh, you have to understand and i know you got you do a great job in in explaining this to to your clients like hey uh, this is the um contractual um uh, effect or obligation um, or, you know, that you'll have if you waive your inspections, you, you, you got to understand what you're going to be doing here. Um, by doing this, you're no longer able to say, I want out now, I think if you waive it, um, and you say that the inspections are being waived, um, uh, or, or the, uh, the results are being waived, um, so long as they're not like health and safety um, related issues. Yeah, now, um, you know, that that allows some, um, uh, you know, leniency, um, because if the seller says, okay, that's fine, I'll, I'm good with that, um, you know, uh, uh, so if, let's say, the issues are a, uh, you've got an electrical problem, or you've got something that, you got mold, you've got issues like this, okay, that's a health and safety um, you know, consideration that, that would be something that potentially could be worked into a, a credit or, or a, a repair, or some sort. But if you're if you're just saying waiver, period, um, you're 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 you can't use that now as a bargaining tool after you've already um waived it. You know, it's 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 too yeah. late. And, and to do that is pissing is, is, I shouldn't say pissing, I apologize. <laughs> upsetting <laughs> Real. the um the seller. Um and so if you terminate um afterwards um there is that risk that the seller will not release your deposit. I mean, of course, in a market where, um, you know, there, it's, it's many more buyers to that one seller, yes. you would think that there probably would be no sense in a seller um, holding on to a, a buyer's deposit under these circumstances when they can put it back on the market, likely not, um, uh, you know, get an offer that's not going to be anything less than what they already had, maybe even a little bit more, you know. Um, you know, it might be not the right uh, um, uh, um a judgment call to hold that, that buyer's deposit and, 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 you know, contest it. So, um, but that's, that's potentially what um, could happen when, when you make that decision, same thing with the appraisal, you know, so, so it's important to understand these things when you're negotiating a purchase and sales agreement, that, that by saying these things, you can't, it's not just a few words on a piece of paper. Um, It does have some um, contractual obligation.
2: I try to, uh, when I get somebody that's, um, you know, talking to me about an offer and a certain price and how to get aggressive and they want my opinion on it. Um, sometimes it happens that they don't, they don't run at these things by me. And I'm like, Oh, I would have told you to do something a little yeah. different. Yeah. Had you asked me, but it might be too late, but you know, if I get the opportunity to, uh, talk, maybe they waive their inspections, but they identify a big ticket item or, or like, maybe like they say, okay, well, well. Uh, we're going to waive our home inspection, um, but but we'll can we please inspect the roof, maybe the septic system, do a water quality test if it's a uh, well, you know, just because those are big ticket items and they are important. And, um, you know, I don't think anybody wants to sell a bad septic. And I don't think uh, anybody wants to buy one. So why as well just test that one thing, because maybe that, you know, that that's the one thing that we're uncertain about. But if you're going to go to that extreme, it's very important to understand the repercussion if you don't close, because, exactly. uh, you know, it's it.
1: You know, one other thing that I'm seeing, um, that, that we're doing on the Desperito team is we are telling our clients, look, instead of waiving your inspections, if it's a highly competitive situation, you can put in there, um, you know, subject to inspections of health and safety items, like you said, Ted, and, or you can also put, um, You know, buyer will not ask seller for any repairs or replacement of items unless they exceed 2,500 or 5,000. Now, those are all the big ticket items that the seller would most likely have to replace anyway. Central air unit, septic system, roof, heating system, plumbing, things like the electrical items, things like that, which are big ticket items, which most financing won't even allow a buyer to purchase and move forward with anyways if they're not done. So that's a win-win type of situation where uh, I think that buyers can make sure that they cover their assets see what I did there and uh, and sellers can also you know realize they're dealing with a reasonable situation right right
3: I think that's great advice that's that's the way to do it mm-hmm. not just simply say waiver of inspections for yeah. informational purposes only no if you if you do add a little extra language in there that says health and safety or or um, you know, will not, uh, um, you know, it will have a, a dollar cap, um, you know, and then you also say, look, if there's something that, that comes out in that inspection um, that exceeds a certain dollar amount, then, then you know, we're going to terminate. And, and so that way, the, the expectations are set up right at the execution of that offer or that contract. And, uh, and a seller has no uh, basis to say, um, uh, I'm not, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't like the bait and switch. No, you know? no, no, not at all. And
1: there's a lot of that out there right now. Actually, one of the biggest bait and switches that I'm seeing is people going in, not waiving appraisal, but going in fifty, sixty thousand 60,000 over asking price and homes that they know are never going to appraise. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? I mean, let me tell you what happens. The appraiser goes in and says, look, there's no comps that support this. We can't value this home at 400. It's coming in at 350. And now, you know, instead of maybe the appraiser like going with the market and seeing that the market is going up and saying, okay, we could do 360. It's reasonable. There's an escalating market here. Now they're going, in my opinion, boom, right down to that exact fair market value. And there's really no wiggle room. So now you've just lost Mm -hmm. out. So when you're a buyer, when you're a seller, make sure you're getting all of that right information um, and, and try to avoid that
3: bait to switch stuff. That really only hurts. Mm. It really only I hurts. Yeah. yeah, it definitely inflames people. And then it gets to the point where, you know, now you're contesting um, a deposit and it could have been avoided if the right language or the right, right explanation was given to the parties prior to execution of the of the agreement.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So if you need any more information on this subject, I want you to call us on our off-air number, 401-217-2333. Wow. I forgot that for a second. 401-217-2333. And you can also Google Tapuzas and Associates or go to TAC Law. Is it TAClaw.com?
3: Yeah. T A C clo- well T A C it's it's TA Closing Law.com.
1: That's right. T A closinglaw.com. TA closinglaw.com. Check out Ted Tapuzis and the associates on there. Good stuff, Ted. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate oh, yeah. your insights. It goes by Thank quick. You. You're welcome. All appreciate Good right, awesome. seeing you. Good seeing you, Matt. Take care. Yeah,
2: i clients, So you guys are on the ball. I like it. I love yeah. that stuff.
1: Take care. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here with Matt Bates of Movement Mortgage, and we're going to be talking about how to get your offer accepted as a buyer without really screwing yourself over. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM, streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates from Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154.
0: Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Now, back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: All right. Good morning. Welcome back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, powered by Movement Mortgage. Make sure to check out rimortgageguy.com or the rimortgageguy.com for your pre approvals, refinancing, and everything else. Matt Bates of Movement Mortgage is here today joining us on your show all about real estate, the ins and outs, the buying, selling, investing, and everything else. Matt, welcome back.
2: Yeah, thanks, uh, glad to be on for a second segment. Uh, during our break, I actually uh, thought of a, a pretty uh, a pretty important topic that uh, that's come across my desk uh, most recently with customers and overbidding for houses and trying to get aggressive. And the situation played out like this, clients went to open house, Um, uh, they were working with another agent that, that agent didn't go with them. So they just walked into a a house in in Pawtucket, um, lovely conversation with the seller's agent, um, decided to put an offer in without the advice of their own agent. Um, and, and, uh, that agent coincidentally is not involved in the transaction, isn't on the contract signed the contract, um, didn't speak with me about their, um, their pre-approval. They just requested one, but there was no, uh, you know, going over the contract. And some of the things that Ted was talking about were uh, completely missed uh, or fully disclosed to the, to the, to the buyers because now they're only working with um, the selling agent directly. And um, they put in a really aggressive overpriced offer and they, intentionally are right off the jump, hoping that the house doesn't appraise so that they can get the house for cheaper. And it wasn't explained to them. Um, and, and honestly, in my opinion, you shouldn't sign a contract for a price on a house that you hope doesn't appraise. It's not a good thing when houses don't appraise for for anybody. I mean, um, and, and, and there's so many other elements besides the monetarial point of view yeah. where you know when you're going to buy. I mean, we're talking about a five a half million dollar house. Um, you know that that it, it, when you want to when you want to be taken serious as a buyer, you know you want to you, you want to you know put your offer in that you think that the house is worth to you, not oh I want to buy it for uh, five 550000 dollars, hoping that it's it appraises for less than five hundred. Because yeah. why did you make that offer to begin with if you weren't serious about what you thought? you know, the price should be um, and and to have that immediate vibe or, or vibe or uh, immediate hopeful or intentional, ma- making sure the appraisal tanks is not a healthy thing to, to do. And, and you, if you want to be taken serious, you should be all trying to do everything to make sure that the house appraises at what you want to want to purchase to that. And if you then make an appropriate offer accordingly so that, you know, it doesn't we don't have these issues going down not good for turnaround times, it's not good for logistics, it's not good for a cohesive uh, deal and if you really do feel that way from the beginning, make the offer that makes sense to you not hey, I'm gonna offer you way too much money and then hope that it does it appraise. it's not a good thing. Uh,
1: there's, there, there's some situations Matt where where buyers are going in and they're qualified to be to be you know to, to pay cash out of pocket right So it's important to know to go with what you're saying, When someone is going in and waiving their appraisal or or not waiving their appraisal, from what you're saying, it's when they're going in, not waiving their appraisal. If you're going to sell your property and you do not have language in the purchase and sales agreement that states that the buyer's waiving their appraisal and their offer is 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 over what your home has sold for. You got to talk with your real estate agent and make sure that your property can appraise at that price, because if it cannot, basically what Matt's saying, if it cannot, and that buyer does not have cash out of pocket to cover that, what's going to happen is you go back to negotiations and then the transaction could number one, fall apart. The buyer could use their mortgage contingency to get out of the deal. Okay, and never mind if it's FHA, the appraisal sticks for six months for all FHA buyers, right? So now your home can't sell over that price for six months. There's all these little fine caveats in here. A 15-minute radio show segment can't discuss all of these intricacies. So all I can say is that when an offer comes in, if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. It probably is. So that's for sellers. When you're a buyer, okay, be careful with waiving inspections with appraisals. And we're going to jump into this a little bit more too. But since we're on appraisals, just be careful. If you have the money to come out of pocket to cover a spread, you can put that in a contract that you're willing to pay X amount over the appraised value. Uh, uh,
2: establish a guaranteed uh uh, minimum, if you will, if, if in the event that it's not supported by an appraisal. Um, so that way you're almost uh, avoiding having to renegotiate about any of it, regardless of what uh, an appraiser's opinion of value is, because you've already established, okay, I want to buy this house for 480, where it ha- might have an appraisal um, issue, knowing that we have to do an appraisal. If it doesn't come in at the purchase price, the offer price, then I will guarantee Ten thousand dollars over a minimum of four sixty, a mo- minimum of four fifty. Um, establish what the what, what you know what your position is going to be in the event that there's not a, that, that there's not a full appraisal happening. So that way it's understood, and if they accept it, it's clear. There's nothing to talk about anymore because you've already established what it was, um, or you know, or established a minimum appraised value. So I'm gonna offer you four eighty, but. This house has to at least appraise for 475 or 470 or something. If not, then we would have to renegotiate. Let, let, you're going to get that aggressive with um, the appraisal contingency, then then let's talk about what happens on the negative. You know, if, if it does, if the results aren't, aren't 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 you know what we're looking for, so that way you put in the contract right away. There's no there's no interpretation after that, and um, you know that really comes in play when you're working with experienced an experienced team um and uh when you get that aggressive it's important to have someone to help you think about all the angles like uh something that you're so concentrated on the appraisal but what what happened what about this part of it you know you have that's why you have the team because we we approach it as a team we're all covering backs and we're all um you know uh, thinking about all different angles and we have to put it all together with the offer especially in today's market for sure yeah.
1: Yeah, so fast-moving. People get caught up with that time pressure. Just be careful. Take a step back, look at it. And it's hard It's hard not to look at it emotionally, especially when you find a home that you love and you want. Um, regarding inspections, last segment, we had Ted Tapuzas with Tafuzis & Associates. He's a real estate attorney here in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Florida. Quite the guy. And we are talking about inspections. Now, look, a lot of the mortgage programs, FHA, VA, Rhode Island Housing, those all require certain health and safety, uh, even some conventional programs, elements of the home to be in working and good condition and also certain requirements for people to inhabit those homes, okay? So if there is mold, if there's a dead septic, if there's a heating system that doesn't work, or if there's some sort of things like that, those items need to be rectified, okay? Especially if you wanna get top, top dollar for your home. So when you're a buyer, I'm sure Matt will agree, when you're going in, don't necessarily waive your inspections because if you walk into this house and you're at the top, top tier of what you can afford, and then you close in the house and all of a sudden you realize you need to fully appliance your new kitchen because all the appliances are dead, or you need to replace that $25,000 septic system, you are up creek without a paddle, okay? You are right up that creek without a paddle. Be careful, Put language in your agreement that states maybe something along the lines of, hey, you're only going to ask the, um, the seller for health and safety items and or any repairs over 2,500 or over 5,000. Be careful on how you word things and go at it.
2: Yeah, um, don't don't let the excitement of an accepted offer, immediate accepted offer, be blinding to you know the process of making sure that the house is in good shape for yourself because uh, these are expensive things and um, a lot of people put everything that they got down on to buy a house and if they don't have very much left over and you're not doing the proper risk mitigation, you're gonna be stuck with a mortgage payment that's gonna be a not inexpensive and you're gonna have some big repair bills can get very very uh, drowning uh, and that's really the uh, other than providing financing and you pr- providing advice we're also like lookouts bodyguards if you will.
1: <laughs> financial that, guards that,
2: you know so yeah, um, but yeah that's, our, that's one of our major goals and everybody that's out there listening should uh, hedge that and and, and and try to do our to try to do your best to make sure you're not put yourself in a bad position.
1: Good stuff. Thank you so much. Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, rimortgageguy.com or the RImortgageguide.com Check his website out. You can go ahead and get pre-qualified for a mortgage, sign up, get uh, information on refinancing as well, or just talk with the man himself and go over any questions you may have. Can't recommend him highly enough. Again, Matt Bates, Movement Mortgage, this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, powered by Movement Mortgage. And we're going to be back here in two minutes with the top five events here in Rhode Island. Matt, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, see you next week. You're welcome. You too, brother. Thank you.
0: Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM, also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: So you can see oh, what's going on? what's going on, what's going on. Yeah, what's going on? what's going on. All right, you know what that means? That's Jennifer Jaber with RIblogger.com talking about the top 5 events happening here in Rhode Island. She's here with us every week. Make sure to check out RIblogger.com to see the latest and greatest events and places to dine and drink here in Rhode Island. Jen, welcome back to the show.
4: Thanks for having me. You're welcome. We have some uh, great summer festivals coming up that, you know, we didn't get to have last year, so we'll touch a few, on a few of those. Um, but first of all, today, August 5th, the Musquamacut Drive-In presents the Lords of 52nd Street. Um, doors open at 5.30 and the show starts at 7 p.m. It's the original Billy Joel band um, and it's their first ever Rhode Island appearance. You can bring comfy seating and set up outside your car. I actually went there last year, um, last summer for a show. And yeah, you can just bring your chairs and snacks and stuff and sit out right outside your car. Um, There's concessions available. And this particular show is purchased tickets for the car load um, instead of individual admission. The Charlestown Seafood Festival, which is one of my favorites, takes place August 6th, 7th and 8th. It's at Integrate Park. Um, it features rhode island's best seafood lobster steamers clams chowder oysters raw bar and you know as you can imagine there's also some different vendors as well and um, there's amusement rides there's a rock wall a car show midway entertainment raffles um there have been fireworks in the past i don't know if there are this year but anyway it's just a great you know day event it's three days long so you can find time to make it there the same weekend is the cumberland fest um it takes place August 6th, 7th, and 8th, also at Diamond Hill Park. So you can, you know, alternate. Um, for three days, Diamond Hill Park will be transformed into a midway of exciting carnival rides, musical entertainment, um, delicious food from some of Rhode Island's favorite food truck vendors, and a gigantic fireworks display. So again, just another great, you know, family friendly day out. Monday, August 9th, is the Reggae Fest at Ballard Beach Resort from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's the ultimate summer party with reggae music all day long. It's music by Mighty Mystics, Roots of Creation, Amandla, Anthem, and, Ro- and Root Steady. Um, you can get VIP cabanas and umbrellas and lounge chairs for purchase. And they're, again, they're available all day. And they have a new Daiquiri bar, which is worth checking out. Um, so you can just enjoy being on Block Island, listening to reggae music all day. And last but not least, if you're looking for a laugh, Trinity Beer Garden will be hosting outdoor comedy every Friday until September 3rd. So You still have some time to get there. It's free admission at 7 to 9. Um, you can come laugh with the best comedians in New England. It's live, outdoor, socially distanced. Um, and again, it's free admission, but it's seated, is li- seating is limited, so you're going to have to call for a reservation. So.
1: Love it. How you- Go ahead.
4: Plenty of ways to get out and uh, start taking advantage of the Rhode Island summer before it sneaks right by us.
1: Awesome. Love it. Check it all out at riblogger.com fantastic website. Jennifer does a rockstar job with it. Make sure to promote your business on it as well and add your events for free to riblogger.com's event calendar. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you. Have a great week. Awesome. You're welcome. What a great show today. I'd like to thank Matt Bates of Movement Mortgage, Ted Tapuzas of Tapuzas and Associates, Jennifer Jaber of riblogger.com jack our producer who's one hell of a producer we love him thank you so much jack bill george our station manager bill i haven't seen you in a long time hope you're well sir and uh, most importantly you our listeners for tuning in keeping the show alive 401-217-2333 give us a shout let us know what we can do to help you out we're here for you Thank you so much. This is the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show powered by Engel and Volker's Real Estate. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Thank you so much.